0: Today on the show, I'm once again joined by a co-host, the wonderful Elizabeth is back. We're going to mostly be talking about Aokigahara, Japan's Suicide Forest, but a bunch of other subjects pop up too, like the Green Children of Woolpit, Hollow Earth, and the -the over-the-top Napa Reeboks. And we have a... I guess for such a dark topic, we have a pretty fun and interesting conversation. Anyway. I'm your host, Tim Hacker, and let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to Cryptic Chronicles. Today I am once again with Elizabeth Henderson. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Tim. And today we're going to talk about Aokigahara, aka Japan's Suicide Forest, aka the Sea of Trees. Malevolent rumors surround the forest because over the years, hundreds of people have gone into it with no intention of leaving, hence the name Suicide Forest. It's a landmark that has a very, very dark history, and the whole forest exists in the first place because. In 1864 CE, Mount Fuji erupted and lava went everywhere and basically formed the base of the forest. And it's so fertile that the sea of trees grew up. There's many underground caves here and the forest is like ridiculously thick. It's very eerily silent in the Aokigahara because the lava is poro-stride, meaning that the natural stone in the forest absorbs sound. So, It's safe to say that this is probably one of the creepiest places on the planet. What do you think, Elizabeth?
1: Definitely ranks in the top three. So the forest, like you said, is super dense. And it's actually so dense that the roots become knotted with each other. So actually, I would imagine that those knots contribute to the insulation of the sound. Just because, I mean, there's actually a testimony in here that says when you breathe in that forest, that's all you hear. You don't hear anything else.
0: Yeah, like you don't hear wind, you don't hear bugs or animals. It's mostly just silent because the lava absorbs sound.
1: Right. So one of the first things that I wanted to talk about for the forest is just, I guess, the stigma about it because there's it's a suicide forest. So clearly everyone knows what it is. And everyone knows when you go there, you probably don't intend to come walking back out. So inside the forest there, if you Google it, just for those of you at home, if you Google it, there's tons of pictures of strings and they're all different colors and they're all different kinds of types of strings. But it's mostly people that have tried to go in and come out, sort of like leaving breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel.
0: Yeah, because it's so easy to get lost.
1: Correct. So they pretty much just leave a string behind them, and there, there's one photo in here actually that there's so many tied around each other that it just knowing what it is and seeing that photo is a little creepy. It sends a chill up my spine, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, the the ones who leave the strings, these are people who aren't pretty much sure that they want to commit suicide. Right. And they don't want are the to get ones lost. That are
1: actually wanting to come out, and they want to. Of course, they don't want to commit suicide because they
0: want to come out. But, but they haven't just made up their mind, you know.
1: Right. That they aren't sure Possibly, yet. possibility. And so not everyone that's gone in there actually has wanted to commit suicide, like you said. Um, back in feudal times, actually, when families were so poor and there was so little food hanging out, um, they would actually take... An elderly person in their family, typically a woman. Ugh, we just can't get the end of that. But, but typically take an elderly woman and take her to this remote location just to die. And a lot of people feel that the spirits that you see before us, the mass abundance of them are those women that have been brought there to die.
0: In the in the like medieval times, the Japanese medieval era. Mm-hmm that's a practice that happens in a lot of ancient cultures it seems
1: yeah they do it so that uh the number one so the younger generation can survive
0: well it's also less mouths to feed
1: very true that too and just everything about this place from the parking lot all the way to the parts you can see in the paths everything about it screams creepy
0: yeah i mean there's there's cars that are just abandoned there right
1: Yeah, there is. There's even like bicycles. People have like taken their bicycles out there and there's just abandoned bicycles everywhere. And apparently, so Japan faced a financial crisis in 2008. And Mm -hmm. they're claiming that the result of that was the 26, the 2645 recorded suicides in January 2009.
0: That's a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it's a 15, well, according to mental loss, it's a 15% increase from the previous year. So, yeah, and then it says that the numbers reached a peak again in March at the end of Japan's financial year.
0: So, yeah, that... It's not only the Japanese, though. It's people from all over the world seem to be attracted to this morbid place.
1: Yes. Well, and I mean with Japan's financial year ending and then for like the the typical American financial year ending, I can definitely see that it wasn't just Japanese people that were committing suicide in the forest. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: It's well, it's a huge fascination for people in the West too. I mean, there's a a really popular YouTuber who went there, Logan Mm -hmm. Paul.
1: And
0: he got in, he got in huge trouble and people were really mad at him because He took a picture with somebody who committed suicide.
1: He did. And now the Japanese government is just
0: up in arms with him. They just... Well, just like anybody with common decency, too. Right. I mean, it's it's so
1: disrespectful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, common sense-wise, who would do that, right? But um, there's people, like, if you look for it on YouTube, there's tons of YouTubers who go and travel there. It's, like, a huge thing and videotape it and record it.
1: Yes, they do, and... Apparently, the most typical death by suicide type is hanging.
0: Yeah, that was the, I think it was somebody hanging that Logan Paul took a picture with.
1: Yeah. And the second is poisoning by drug
0: overdose. That's a good way to go. God, what a yeah. trip Out in the woods. I like, can't even hear right. anything. <laughs> it's like, dead, oh, I'm going to Alice in the
1: this noise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeez.
1: And... On the flip side, though, a lot of there's actually there's actually a book called The Complete Suicide Manual, and it says that it is indeed the perfect place to die.
0: What? Really? Yeah, that's what it says. What is its reasoning behind this? Um, It just says that? It just says that.
1: It says that um, also looped into this lore, the Complete Suicide Manual, which dubs Aoki Gahara the perfect place to die as a book has been found among the abandoned possessions of various suicide forest visitors really yes and this article i just clicked on is going to the new york times huh. oh lord
0: it's also really creepy for people who just are you know hiking casual hikers Because if they follow a a tape trail, it'll it'll like often lead to something pretty disturbing at the end of it. Either like yeah, like an abandoned campsite, you know, with somebody's like death poems or last words or whatever written in a journal or whatever, or like decaying corpses straight up. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. a really good place to to go hiking for the beautiful nature that's there. Sadly,
1: yeah, and so there's actually a man that wanders the forest sometimes and he actually goes and persuades people not to kill themselves and instead of talking to them, he just sits down next to them and just comforts them.
0: Wow, what a great guy. Yeah. Well, there's also signs scattered everywhere throughout Aokigahara, like saying things, like positive things, trying to calm people who may be going out for suicide.
1: Yes. They put I mean, I don't know, maybe it's the equivalent of our Pinterest or something out there.
0: Well, there's like, signs oh, saying like meditate on your family, remember your loved ones, remember mm-hmm. you're important and, you know, like stuff that's really legitimate just to maybe wake somebody up out of their depression. But just yeah. that the the government would go out of its way to do that. And on these signs are like suicide hotlines, too. Like that right. says a lot right there, because that's some resources they pumped out specifically to try and stop that.
1: That is. That is. And you know what? It's actually a good thing that they did that. Cause I mean nobody nobody wants to find out that way. Like with Logan Paul, for example. Like maybe his family didn't know and you just seriously blasted it on the internet. Yeah, and it's
0: that's a really messed up way to find out. Oh, thank you. Thank you for desecrating yeah. my child's remains, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. But there's a uh, estimated up to 100 deaths and suicide forests per year. And statistically, that's a lot of people year to year. That's a ton
1: of people. That's, I mean, you figure over the past, what, five years, it's 500 people at least. But apparently there's, like, since the 70s, a small group of people, and they consist of all kinds of people, like, Police, volunteers, and journalists, they're constantly going through the forest and coming back out trying to find people. And actually, this article says they almost never leave empty-handed.
0: They always find somebody? Mm Mm-hmm. They
1: always find someone or they find something. And all those bodies you were talking about, the 100 per year, that's only the ones that they manage to find.
0: Yeah, that's probably way more...
1: They said that there's more that get carried away by animals and consumed by animals and they get like trapped in caves and stuff or like places you're not supposed to go. Oh yeah,
0: the caves there are crazy. Yeah. And it's not like this is an okay thing to do according to the Japanese government. I mean, they probably want to make money off tourists for their beautiful forest under Mount Fuji. Right. So they put a lot of money into trying to stop these suicides, but just nothing really ever works.
1: You know, I don't know what can actually shed that type of that type of vibe from that spot. You know, I mean, it's kind of like a what what was that lady's name in New Orleans, Madame Delory?
2: Yeah,
0: like, M- M- Madame LaLaurie.
1: Yeah, people always say that that area is just. Like, it's just got bad juju all over it.
0: Yeah, it's filled with people being tortured.
1: Right. Well, I mean, people here, it's not so much physical torture, but I can imagine it would be more mental torture, and that probably leaves a longer print than anything.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, either or. They're pretty much the same thing. If you're not familiar with what we're talking about, Madame LaLaurie is from the uh, American Horror Story show, and she's based off a real person. Who would torture her slaves in horrible, messed up ways?
1: Right. Did you ever watch that episode, by the way?
0: Madame LaLaurie. It's a season. It's the witch season. Well,
1: yeah. Sorry. Did you ever watch it? Did you watch the whole thing?
0: Yeah, it's all right.
1: Oh, it's my favorite season.
0: <laughs> That's what a lot of people say, but I don't know. It just seems kind of silly to me. Like they turn the witches into superheroes. They got like superpowers. And then at the beginning, it's, like, very specific. Each one has this special ability. And then later on, they're just like, oh, wait a second. We all do. There's nothing special about our abilities. That's the ultimate story of sisterhood. (laughs) It's like, you broke your own rules. You set up at the beginning. I don't know. It was was just kind of silly to me, especially considering what I do know about the occult and witchcraft. I'm pretty sure, like, any of them would just, like, laugh at it. I mean, I do like American Horror Story, though. Don't get me wrong. I do too. It's my favorite show. <laughs> that season was just a little silly for me.
1: Oh man.
0: And like not even close to how the occult or witchcraft works in any way. But that's, you know, it's supposed to be entertainment. Anyway, let's let's get back to Aoki Gahara. Madame LaLaurie was a huge a hole. Yes. <laughs> um So yeah, the the forest is so thick with foliage and it's lush that a lot of bodies are just never even found. They're just, they're absorbed into the forest.
1: Yes, a lot of, well, a lot of bodies and a lot of items. I mean, sometimes they don't even find things for like years later. They have to physically go dig for it. Like I'm looking right now at images and there's a bunch of wallets and they were just hidden. They were hidden under like, Under moss and under roots and you know whatever. Yeah, totally. Some people bring in bags and it's like, why would you bring a bag if you know you're not coming back out? But I guess that ties back to like they haven't made up their minds. They're not sure. Yeah. And where you were talking, you were talking about the signs earlier that they post trying to get people to not do it. Mm -hmm. They said that there's little data to say that those signs have actually done any help
0: wait that they have because it seems like they would help
1: nope it says that they, they actually can't tell the difference wow whether they do or don't i guess the only difference would be that human interaction coming in
0: yeah and well i mean it it's it's uh it's like a state park so it's got rangers and people who are always patrolling it and taking care right. of it and making sure that people aren't doing dumb stuff
1: yeah well and the one guy that goes around and tells people hey don't do this and he sits next to him and just offers emotional support um he's actually one of the rangers or the geologist i forget which one it is for that park yeah so he's there all the time and yeah what a job that's a (laughs) a whack job
0: i mean but good guy
1: holy crap yeah definitely definitely So I actually just read something that people believe that this particular forest has other spirits lurking there as well, not just people that have passed away. Oh, yeah. One of of the first one they mention is Tengu, a mythical Japanese
0: bird demon. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I have never heard of Tengu.
0: Yuri are are basically Japanese demons, but they're not thought of in the same aspects. Like, uh, in the West, when we hear the word demon, we think of pure sinister and evil, right? You right. Know, like, they're just hatred and pain incarnate or whatever. But it, in uh, Japan's culture, a Yuri isn't technically evil, but, I mean, a lot of them are. Uh, and, and it's also, like, a broad category. They don't just have, like, one thing that they call things and just sum it up you know like they're not just like oh ghosts you know there's gonna right. be like a bajillion different types of yuri but they're just all classified under it like pokemon
1: <laughs> like pokemon
0: <laughs> yeah well totally and um i'm sorry go on um
1: so basically well and the tengu has different personas too it's not just a bird demon mm mm-hmm says that the spirit the spirits of the Tangu can be highly individual. They can be human or animal, good or bad, powerful or weak. Most famous for plaguing Buddhist monks and abbeys, but even this is not a universal rule. Really? Mm-hmm. Says that they originally fell to earth in a meteor of fire and got their name heavenly dog.
0: Wait, so they're they're alien spirits? Basically. I mean, That's we awesome, to a with that. <laughs> yeah. Alien spirits haunting a forest that fell from an asteroid? Mm-hmm. I can't That's, make this up. How have I not heard
1: of that? Right? That's crazy. Well, now it says that gradually the race of dogmen shifted into a race of birdmen. Well, of course.
0: That's just the natural <laughs> way to, to, that it would go, right?
1: I thought it was velociraptors turned into birds, Tim. <laughs> My life is a lie. <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. Everything I know is a lie. The suicide no, forest, people actually go there to hang out and have tea. <laughs> anyway, back to our forest. You know, there's there's just a lot pertaining to it. And apparently, it's not discriminatory against age groups either. There's people that go out there and they're young, they're old, they're middle-aged, like it honestly doesn't know any it doesn't have a a preference.
0: I like how you're talking about the forest like it's its own entity.
1: It and, is. And it just wants you to consume the souls. Movie?
0: No, I, there's a movie.
1: There's a, oh my gosh, Tim.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's got that movie. girl from Game of Thrones in it. The um, Tyrell...
1: She's also from the Tudors and she's amazing. Yeah,
0: she's she's cool. She's got a nice her name, smile.
1: Her name's Natalie Dormer, and she has the most adorable
0: smirk I've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but enough about my I crush did, on I,
1: Natalie Dormer.
0: <laughs> I did hear about that movie. I know what you're talking about. I never, I never, I never it? saw it.
1: You didn't watch it? No. Oh, my gosh. I watched it, and I... Okay, this is probably TMI, but I almost peed my pants twice. Like, really? it was... I can watch horror movies, but... Yeah, that's like your favorite movies, right? Going into the forest, and I was just like, why would you go in there? She goes, I'm going to save my sister. And I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> yes, horror movies are my favorite. So in that movie, the forest has is like an entity of its own? Like the, that's maybe- the
1: vibe that I get from it. Like, But I'm also one of those people that believes that a space holds energy of what happened. Like a lot of people, they, they, they don't really believe that. They're just kind of like, oh yeah, something bad happened here. But when somebody, when somebody says something about a particular area and they tell me what happened there, I don't know. I just, I get very, I get very emotional first off. And then after that, I start to feel things. So I'm just kind of like, I, I don't even want to be in here anymore. Like I don't, I don't want to stay well, in this
0: building. Everything, everything's technically energy. That's just, you know, that's just science. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It kind of reminds me of the hotel from The Shining, like how that's like an entity that just wants to consume more souls. Yes, yes. But, it's, but instead of being fiction, it's real life.
1: Right. There's actually an Overlook Hotel. Did you not know that?
0: Yeah, that's where. I mean, it was. It was based off of it, not like a real Overlook Hotel. Oh, okay. okay. Right?
1: Right. right. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Right. <laughs> I mean, that would be a trip. reminds me of Hotel real. Cecil.
0: Hotel Cecil is another one of those places that are just, it's like dark energy and just horrible stuff happens there nonstop forever over the mm-hmm. years. We should talk about the Hotel Cecil sometime soon.
1: We can definitely do that. I will mark it on the calendar. Yeah, that's where Elisa Lamb
0: banished. Okay, I gotta look it up. <laughs> well, we are we're talking about a yokugahara though today.
1: We we are we are, but, but I it's... had to type it in
0: somewhere so I can remember it later.
1: Yeah, they they say there's other spirits lurking in there, like the Tengu, mythical Japanese bird demon that also used to be a human dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So it also says in here about half a mile into the forest, traces of human life just disappear. Like there's, it's almost like a, like a trickling effect. So there's a concentrated amount of like water bottles, bags, you know, stuff, shoes, even like one shoe left over. And then as you go one or half a mile into the forest, it just goes away. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, what what happens in that half a mile, you know? That makes you all walk that... into another dimension, right? I mean, it could be
0: a <sighs> I'm just kidding, be a portal. <laughs> but, but that is pretty creepy. But the, <laughs> the there's other yuri too, like um people who commit suicide in, in Japanese folklore. Um, the yuri can be vengeful and angry towards the living, and can do all kinds of horrible things, including like. Trying to make more people commit suicide to join them, oh man there's even a there's a weird practice in Japanese culture where if someone doesn't sleep next to a corpse, then the dead person's yuri will go nuts and cause trouble for the living so these forest workers, if they find a body when they're out on patrol, they gotta take it back to their you know whatever their their home base, and they gotta actually sleep next to the corpse. I don't know if they get extra person pay for that, that. Finds it or just anybody? I guess anybody is just like as long as it's somebody sleeping next to it. But oh probably the person who finds it. I don't know. Um, I hope they get paid extra for that because I'm sure it gets very stinky. You know, I'm I'm definitely thinking that. Yeah, but hmm. they do it to it's out of a superstition that you know if it's not then the dead person's Yuri or ghost or whatever will just go crazy and probably become dangerous or harmful towards the living. Right. Which mm-hmm. is kinda of weird to see in such a like a modern, prosperous country. I mean, who's got better tech than Japan, right?
1: Exactly. Then I... again,
0: I mean we got weird we got weird traditions too in our own superstitions. So I guess it's not that weird.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of superstitions here in America.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally way too many <laughs> stuff that makes other countries be like what
1: mhm they just sit there and go like so that's
0: completely irrational do you not okay fine whatever <laughs> <laughs> actually the the most trash i've ever heard foreigners talk to americans is is basically just about our obsession with tv more oh, really? so more so that yeah more so well I, I i know a lot of people who are foreign and i have family who are who are, who are foreign by extension you know and that's basically the go-to thing that they usually, like, uh, is a butt of American jokes. is just, like, our fascination with TV. Man. Which makes sense, because a lot of other countries aren't as obsessed with it.
1: They aren't. But, well, they, they, they use, are but the second
0: like thing them. usually is our weird beliefs that they'll bring up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I guess it does make sense that Japan has its own weird superstitions.
1: So, fun fact... Um people actually try to camp in this forest all the time.
0: Those are some brave brave people.
1: Yeah, they so it says many people are start can go camping in the forest and they'll be approached by suicide prevention patrols. And many assume that those campers in the forest are undecided about whether or not to take their own lives, so the rangers routinely check up if they can find them again.
0: Just to make sure that they're not committing suicide.
1: Right. And you are correct. It does say that forest workers will stay overnight with the corpses, and they put them in a special room.
0: Oh, They have a special room for it? I didn't know that. They have a special room. That's so creepy.
1: That is creepy. It's like, what, is this room, like, blessed with a gajillion gallons of holy water or, you know, whatever? (laughs) They don't believe in that. But, I mean,
0: they better get some kind of hazard pay.
1: They should. I mean, who knows what kind of, you know, bugs or whatever were in there. Just, crawl just the head. thought
0: of it. Like, holy
1: Yeah. F- like, I mean, how much money would they, how much money would someone have to give you to sleep next to a dead body?
0: No. For I a mean, whole well, night? I guess I, I would do night. it, actually. If I was prepared and I could do whatever, I like, prepare in any way I wanted. No, as, what if just someone so, like, just like, as knocked on your door no. and said,
1: Tim? How much no. money would you
0: need to sleep next to this dead body? Oh, I would be like you you go above a thousand and we got we got a deal
1: a thousand yeah No. no. They Why better not? at least
0: pay off my student loans <laughs> okay well i would I would haggle <laughs> oh okay, but okay. like if i if I could prepare for it on my own terms, I mean, yeah, I'd do it, but if just like as a job though no yeah like if I ain't getting paid extra or something, like no way
1: soon as i clock out you guys don't call me for anything
0: <laughs> yeah turn off my phone once i leave work
1: i'm not available by phone or email as of now
0: <laughs> exactly
1: oh man oh
0: what sucks.
1: did you know that it's home to a very famous bat cave
0: <laughs> oh yeah the caves there are crazy
1: no it's like it's a very famous bat cave like they really have been trying to market that, and that's not helping.
0: <laughs> Come see our bat cave.
1: Come see our bat cave. By the way, it's in the sea of bodies that you have to wade through.
0: The sea of trees, Elizabeth.
1: Sorry, the sea of trees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, nice speaking of the trees, the trees themselves are said to have absorbed malevolent energy from the suicide victims. Ooh which probably adds towards the Yuri, if those are real. The Yuri seek to only torment the visitors and urge them to join them in death. Oh. So this is probably a place where ghost hunters shouldn't go because they're probably going to find something. I guess what? they should go then, huh? What's that show, I Ghost mean, Hunters or whatever?
1: They have ghost hunters, and there's there's a ton of shows like that. It's I there's saw one that's more popular,
0: like, though. Um, yeah, Ghost Hunters is way popular. Is it Ghost Hunters? It's got, uh, I think his name is Zach Baggins. Oh, Lord, I think that's his name.
1: Uh, got the same last name as a hobbit.
0: That's what I thought too when I first heard. (laughs) Um, I haven't really seen the show, so I can't really say anything on it.
1: I haven't either. Okay, admittedly, I watched maybe one episode in high school and I was just, I watched (laughs) it. Thanks. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: and fyi my birthday's next week
0: <laughs> happy birthday
1: <Woo! laughs> no just i i watched maybe five ten minutes of it and i looked at my mom and i was like can we just watch something different i can we watch bones like this is horrible <laughs> this is awful and well ugh, a lot of
0: weird. those shows are just about entertainment they're not really about like, a lot of stuff that happens is just made up, or they'll twist the stories to sound scarier oh, yeah. than they really are. Or oh, yeah. What I've heard of the main complaint about Zach Baggins is he'll, like, change everything to be die- demonic or whatever.
1: Like, ev-
0: everything is demonic.
1: Everything's demonic with you, Zach. Can't we just get some
0: variety? <laughs> well, those people don't really want to run into anything. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Who, there could be, like, a lot of fans of Ghost Hunters, and I could you know, just sound like I'm not really know what I'm talking about. And I don't, but I I don't think that those people would want to go somewhere like Aokigahara because I'm pretty sure they're not really out to find something legitimate. They're just out to entertain.
1: More than likely. See, I'm trying to find, oh, okay. So the locals that live in, I guess, the area that the forest is located, they can Mm -hmm. actually spot the three types of visitors that are coming to the forest. What are they? So there's trekkers who are interested in the scenic vistas, the curious that are hoping for a glimpse of the macabre and those who leaving.
0: Those who what? You cut out at the last one.
1: Those who do not plan on leaving. Ah, yeah, man. This is, I feel like we should do a trip here.
0: <laughs> I am down.
1: I mean, we we won't clearly take video. I mean, we're not. Well, no, horrible. we can just
0: not of corpses. Definitely not. <laughs> we can take pictures and and do video of the forest though, and in each other.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel is the most interesting part of the forest?
0: I like the folklore of it, like how they're. Wait, I don't know what I like. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> it does. It does relate back to like the samurai and the Ronin, because people would go there to have an honorable death. I mean, that's why I like it. I I find it very interesting.
0: I just like dark and disturbing tales, I guess.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know what I. Trying to have more substance, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? Maybe we're just not meant to do that. (laughs) What is this hotel, Cecil?
0: Yeah, Hotel Cecil. That's like a whole episode all its own. It's like uh, where tons of serial killers have stayed, and just like bad stuff has happened there.
1: Oh lord! Apparently, this is where was this? Is this in L.A.?
0: Yeah.
1: this is the hotel that they based the uh american horror story hotel off of yeah oh my jesus
0: totally okay and don't go anywhere we'll be right back on this episode of cryptic chronicles after a short break
3: Hey listeners thanks for listening to cryptic chronicles are you interested in starting your own podcast please support the show by using our sponsor blueberry blueberry is optimized for iTunes as well as pretty much all podcast hubs don't worry about contracts or expensive fees you have your own rss feed and no third-party sites. you won't ever have to leave your own website blueberry hosting really is the key to podcast success Try it for a month free and a month of free podcast statistics by going to crypticchroniclespodcast.com. At the bottom of the homepage, you'll see the blueberry link. By going through us, you'll really be helping us out. Also, make sure to support the show by joining The Chronicler's Vault. By supporting us on Patreon, you'll have access to exclusive bonus episodes. The more financial support we get, the more content we can produce. Anything will help, so if you can't afford the Chronicler's Vault, simply donate whatever you can, and we would greatly appreciate it. Go to crypticchroniclespodcast.com and click the donation button on the bottom of the homepage. To keep up to date with all Cryptic Chronicles content, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, or our Facebook page. Throwing the Facebook page a like would also be very awesome. Thank you for supporting Crypto Chronicles. Most of all, thanks for listening.
0: Welcome back to Cryptic Chronicles, where we are talking about Ayuki Gahara, a.k.a. Suicide Forest. Oh,
1: I thought we were talking about Shinto demons.
0: We're talking about Shinto demons now. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth?
1: Yes, we, uh, we're talking about Shinto demons. And some of them actually, what we thought, reside in the Sea of Trees in Japan. However, we do know there's a lot more than just one type. So we're going to be looking at that. The first one is the Kaiohime. I really hope I said that right. Good enough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It says that Kaiohime was a young woman scorned by her lover, a monk named Anchin, who grew cold and lost interest in her. So she followed him to a river, or realizing that he had left her, She followed him to a river and transformed into a serpent while swimming after his boat. He was terrified of this serpent in the water, and he sought refuge in a temple where monks hid him beneath a bell. Not to be evaded, she found him by his scent, coiled around the bell, and banged it loudly with her tail. She then breathed fire onto the bell, melting it and killing him. It's a good way to go. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Anshin... That was totally cool. Have you so heard of this... the Snow
0: Woman? No, wait. Are these are these in the forest? These Shinto demons. We heard of we heard about the Tengu demon, but we know there's plenty of other demons. Oh, out there. Oh yeah, here. there's tons. Should we talk about the the plot from the the forest, the movie?
1: Yeah, we can. Aww. What? If you look on IMDb, the rating is four point eight out of ten stars. And it says, I don't understand why it's so poorly rated. It's not that bad. It's a good, scary movie.
0: (laughs) The horror movie, The Forest?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking Roger Ebert, he gave it two stars. Is it really that bad? That's what it, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it one star. But it's got the girl from Game
0: of Thrones in it. I know. (laughs) Rude. Seriously.
1: I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool.
0: I haven't seen it. I gotta check Ooh, it out. It's, it's based on a true story. What? Well, of course it is. It's in Aokigahara.
1: Oh my god. No, like, that makes it even better.
0: <laughs> so, what's this true story it's based off of?
1: Let me look. So, oh god, that just made it even more confusing. What? Okay. So, I guess the story isn't real. Just the part that it's a suicide forest
0: is real. Oh, so it just takes that and says, based on a true story, because the place that it's located is, is real?
1: Yeah. They have a documentary about it.
0: I think I've seen it.
1: I mean, you might have.
0: I'm sure there's more than one.
1: Probably. But I will tell you, so the whole time I was watching this movie... Um, number one, I was scared out of my wits, um, just because the wooded area is extremely creepy. You, um, so there's one part where Natalie Dormer, her name is Sarah, in the movie, um, she stays the night, but she, of course, you know the premise of the movie is that Sarah goes into the forest because her twin sister is in the forest Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know where so that's natalie dormer's like whole thing in this whole movie is trying to find her sister so when she goes into the forest she quickly realizes like okay you know my sister was here i just need to find her so she starts walking and walking and eventually she finds her sister's camp and she goes into the tent and then she stays the night. Well, during the time when she stays the night, just a bunch of creepy things happen. Like anything you could think of going bump in the night, it happens to her. Oh, <laughs> it really? Just, it happens. And she gets out and there's one trippy thing about being in a place like that. It's kind of like being in a hall of mirrors. If you don't have if you don't have your uh, your wits about you in that situation, it's really easy really easy to just go nuts. You'll start you'll start seeing things, there's possible psychosis, there's just all of that, and it could definitely happen if you're not like, okay, today is blah blah blah. The time is blah blah blah. I am blah blah blah. You know, it's if you don't keep your wits about you, it's definitely
0: gonna it's definitely gonna reap havoc on your mind. Especially with how quiet everything is, that it's just maddening.
1: Yes. Yes, that was another thing because it was so quiet, she was okay for a while. Then if you so if she heard something, she definitely heard it. And it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to not hear something in an environment like that, of course. But then you're kind of thinking to yourself, there's nobody around. So Except for
0: the spirits,
1: what was it? Well, and she in the movie she doesn't really seem to well, in my opinion, she doesn't seem too religious or, you know, like, oh, yes, I believe in ghosts. The superstitious. Whole way. Yeah. Sorry. Superstitious. But for some reason, she just, she sees a ton of things. Like, this is actually one of the best pictures of her. So she's standing and clearly she's, you know, scared. And behind her, there, there's this, like, Body of a person, and there's no face. It's just like trees.
0: Yeah,
1: it's all tree roots, and there's blood from the eyes and blood from the mouth. And I'm just like,
0: (gasps) no, super weird and creepy.
1: Yes, you need to watch it.
0: (laughs) I'm going to. So we talked last episode about shadow people. Are there shadow people in the forest? Probably not, huh?
1: I mean, I wouldn't put it past them.
0: Would you? I mean that seems like know. a
1: very good place to go.
0: I haven't well, yeah, it seems right up their alley because it's like a place just filled with negative energy and absorbed into everywhere. Right. It's what they like.
1: Definitely I would say one would be there. If not one, then maybe two.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: they're they're there.
1: I mean maybe if, they're if, just if they exist. Right. Oh, right here. It says parents need to know that the forest is a horror movie set in the real life. Aokigahara Forest near Japan's Mount Fuji where many people go to commit suicide which is rumored to be haunted. There are lots of creepy ghosts, hanging bodies, scary sounds, and jump scares. Some blood is shown and characters die. A knife is used to cut and stab and a shotgun is shown. Language is infrequent but does include uses of and goddamn. <laughs> There's some social drinking and a scene of characters talking and sharing beers in a bar. Sex isn't an issue. As far as horror movies go, this one isn't terrible, and horror sound horror hounds will be interested.
0: So what's up with these caves, such as the Narasawa Ice Cave and the fun- and the Fugaku Wind Cave?
1: So you want to know about the Lakeside Bat Cave, or you want to just know about the, the Ice cave?
0: paranormal I want to know about the paranormal aspects of the caves that are in Aokigahara. There's a lot of people who believe that the Earth is hollow and that you can go like down inside of it oh and uh, these these caves in aoki gahara may be an entrance to the hollow earth well um
1: (laughs) to be honest i've never heard that theory before that
0: the earth was hollow you've never heard of the hollow earth theory no oh my gosh it's so it's it's pretty interesting it's not as crazy as flat earth but it's still cool I mean, I, I I enjoy researching everything. I'm not going to judge people who believe in flat Earth, even though I think it's, you know, um, science kind of, or just the Greeks proved that there was round with mathematics alone
1: 2,000 years ago. <laughs> but, they did. I mean, we're we're kind of, yeah. Still well, it's interesting. Like killer. Everything I'm finding about the ice cave is not... Nothing paranormal? No. But the fact that it stays frozen year-round is actually very understandable. Mm-hmm. My uh, my boyfriend said that when he lived in Japan that he had to go to bed in this garment that was made entirely of denim because it was just so cold. And he was in, like, rural Japan. Like, there wasn't anything around him.
0: Okay, so you know how there's... I was just talking about how the Hollow Earth and that some people think that the way to get into the Hollow Earth is through the caves in the Aokigahara.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Well, the green children of Woolpit are one of the most legendary tales of people coming from the Hollow Earth. What? Yeah, so in England sometime in the 12th century, uh, perhaps during the reign of King Stephen, the children, the brother and sister, were generally of normal appearance except for the green color of their skin. They spoke in an unknown language, and the only food that they would eat was green beans.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Eventually, they learned to eat other food and lost their green color of their skin. But the boy grew sickly and died pretty much right after that. The girl survived, and she was even baptized and went on to live a normal life. But where she said when she was asked where she came from, like where she said she was from, was pretty creepy.
1: Hmm. There's definitely a mystery behind green children. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never green in color. I mean, I've heard of blue.
0: Oh, they were green.
1: Yeah, like I, I've never heard of, never heard of green children. Ooh. Also, says author John Macklin includes an account in his 1965 book Strained Destinies of two green children who arrived in the Spanish village of Baños, oh, so
0: Banos. Are there more stories on it? Uh
1: huh. In 1887 closely resemble the accounts given of the Woolpit children, such as the name of Ricardo Delcano, the mayor of Banos, who befriends the two children strikingly similar to Richard de Cown. It therefore seems that Macklin's story is an invention inspired by the green children of Woolpit, particularly as there is no record of any Spanish village called Banos.
0: Yeah, and the the girl claimed that they were from somewhere called St. Martin's Land, which was a subterranean civilization of green people that was in a permanent state of twilight.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So supposedly these caves are one of the entrances into the hollow earth into these other civilizations that are beneath the surface in Aokigahara.
1: So maybe that ice cave could be away. That's one of the ideas it's if that's in England well the see, tunnels I,
0: could go out anywhere
1: right but I mean like I'm just saying like would they be green or would they be a different color
0: I don't know I mean from what you said and from the green children of Woolpit's story I think that the if people do live underneath the earth or inside the earth I mean maybe they're are all their skin is green who knows or maybe they're they're, they're reptilians Could be chameleon. Oh, have you never heard of the reptilians?
1: I have heard of the
0: reptilians. (laughs) Because we're definitely going to have to talk about them sometime.
1: Yeah. We'll have to bring bring Mark in on it. We'll see. He's a busy guy. I know. (laughs) Oh, man. There's a green sickness? Yeah. Chlorosis. A deficiency disease which gives a skin a greenish tint called the green sickness so she could probably if they lived under the surface then definitely they're not going to have a good diet yeah just saying just saying
0: (laughs) i mean i hope you enjoy eating
1: bugs (laughs) they're eating bugs and chewing on roots (laughs) oh man you know now that i think about it that ice cave could very well be it could very well be a tunnel into hollow earth
0: Yeah, if Hollow Earth is a thing. I'm sure that there's tons of caves and like open areas underneath the earth. I mean
1: anything's possible. I mean, out here in Texas we have the uh we have these caverns and you can go into them on a tour, but you don't even realize how far deep you're going. That's how that's how creepy that is. Like when we took when we took the tour and I went in there And I looked up, they were like, yeah, just imagine at the top of this is like where your car is parked. And I said, what? That's forever and a day up. (laughs) It's 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 mind boggling how deep some of these caverns are.
0: That sounds fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was great. But I was just kind of like, what? My car is up there. And uh, so,
0: yeah, the caves could lead to crazy stuff. Who knows?
1: There could be a well, like you said. There could be a whole network underneath there with the entrance to that cave.
0: A whole civilization filled with green people,
1: just like the Woolpit children.
0: Mhm.
1: Oh man, now I don't know if I want to go to Japan. I mean, I I do, but I kind of
0: don't. <laughs> oh, you know, you want to get haunted by ghosts?
3: <laughs>
0: by Yuri. <laughs> by Yuri, or Shinto, or Tengu. <laughs> so a lot of these, the, the suicide, it may seem horrific to us, but in Japanese culture, Japanese culture has a long history of accepting suicide. Like the samurai committing seppuku, that was seen as an honorable act. So yeah. while it's tragic, it doesn't hold the same stigma there as it does in the West. True. Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. The issues ranging from mental health, shame, financial distress, or family conflict. All these things can be acceptable reasons for people to commit suicide in Japanese culture. Which is both disturbing and fascinating, right? I am. The kicker, though, is that people come from all over the world to kill themselves in Aokigahara. So it's not just the Japanese. What is it about human nature that something so morbid can just draw so many people to it?
1: is probably just a human obsession you know that right
0: just obsessed with the darkness
1: yeah i mean think about it everyone in america when the pioneer days were hanging out with like Huck finn and whatever um they used to have really big cemeteries even in like napa california there's Tulakai cemetery and all of those old mausoleums have like really old stained glass and old design People used to come have picnics there. I've been there. Yeah. Like, people used to just go have picnics at the family mausoleum. And it was just their way of connecting.
0: I wish Napa had better urban legends. We just have crazy monkey, Frankenstein monkeys. (laughs) I'm not kidding. You never heard of the Rebobs? No. The Napa Rebobs. You've never heard of the Rebobs? Never heard of the Rebob oh my gosh they're out on partridge road they're like by a cemetery and they're flying monkey monsters they're cryptids what? yeah i can't believe oh you've never God. heard of the rebobs
1: i've never heard of the rebobs no
0: yeah they'll kill like couples and stuff and uh they'll fly on top of people's cars scaring the crap out of them
1: oh my goodness <laughs> the flying monkeys of napa valley hell
0: yeah <laughs> Oh, my god! Franken monkeys.
1: How, how is this even possible?
0: It's real. Oh, my god. Well, gosh. the, well the playing, legend is real.
1: They're playing footage that was found in 2011. The camera was found roughly two miles from a black convertible. You
2: know, uh, he, uh, my friend just, you know, he, he lives up here, supposedly.
1: Okay, I'm just going to mute it because they're talking. Um, okay, the feed just cut out and then went back on because you're haunted. Stop
0: wait you don't see it behind Mind you?
1: It? I'm not going to look because I'm an adult.
0: There's a shadow person looking at you from the corner of the room.
1: Oh my gosh, you need to quit that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to quit that shit Tim,
0: <laughs> I'm like turning off the camera on my on my computer so I don't look at it. So you don't see the reflection of the shadow person standing behind you?
1: I really don't. And you know what? I just, I don't see it.
0: Well, Yuri, seek the torment visitors. And since we're talking about Aokigahara, it only makes sense that you've attracted one to you.
1: There's no cave nearby. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm protected. But you, on the other hand, like you, you should watch out. There's a probably Yuri right there.
1: How are you protected? Don't worry about it. I got a deal. I've got holy water given to me by my gimpy grandmother. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so this video is supposed to show me a Napa Valley rebob, and I haven't seen one yet. Bro, hold the camera straight. Uh, okay, I don't see anything. Are you? I think this is staged.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's probably staged.
1: Footage found didn't know what to do with it. Nick Purcell, I think you're a liar. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is going on? Just get to the part where I see the flying monkey.
0: So there's different descriptions of what the rebobs look like in different accounts. Most agree oh. that the monster is similar to a monkey.
1: That's what it looks like.
0: I just like that they were created by in the laboratory by a mad scientist. I mean, they could have been. That's a mad scientist. Well, there's there's different versions of the legend, but it's mainly revolves around a scientist creating them in a lab, and then they they escape and kill him, or he dies somehow, whatever. But they get out. Man, some even say that they're like bionic cyborg monkeys. But it's a pretty well known legend in Napa, Napa Valley. That's insane.
4: The forest lies west of Tokyo. It is so thick and dense, it has become known as the Sea of Trees. It also has another more sinister name, the Suicide Forest. Last year, 45 Japanese traveled here from all over the country to end their lives. Local police became so alarmed, they began patrols with the specific goal of preventing more suicides. We asked people,
2: what are you doing here? Did you come on this trip alone? When the answer is unclear, it means... In 100% of cases, that the person left their home and came here to commit suicide.
4: As we follow the patrol, local shop owners alert the police to someone who seems to be contemplating suicide. We film the conversation from a distance. The police offer the man reassurance and escort him back to the station.
0: Mm.
4: Prime Minister Naoto Kan believes his country's high suicide rate is indicative of something deeply wrong with the country. His government has just launched a new suicide prevention campaign.
2: Here is our new national campaign slogan, Daddy, are you sleeping well? That's because most of the people who commit suicide suffer from depression and sleep patterns are a good indicator. The aim here is to increase public awareness using a very simple
4: message. The campaign struck a chord with Mai. Her father, a small business manager, fell into debt and later killed himself. He was just 45 and Mai never noticed he was so unwell. My father was a strong man who never talked about his debts. After he killed himself, I realized how hard society is.
2: Even my father couldn't manage to live in it. I then wondered whether I myself would manage to survive.
4: This specialist says social pressure plays a significant role in Japan's high suicide
2: rate. Whether it's within the family, at work or in society, it's very hard to show weakness from a very young age from primary school on dynamic and happy kids are held up as examples to follow if you don't live up to that other people treat you harshly and that's why people don't ask for help
4: japan fears the suicide rate will hit another grim record this year last year 32,000 people killed themselves that is one suicide for every 15 minutes
0: This show is a wrap. Thank you for listening. Today's episode of Cryptic Chronicles was brought to you by Blueberry. Please support the show by joining the Chronicler's Vault on Patreon. At only $1 a month, you can unlock bonus episodes of the show, as well as ad-free episodes. The more support we get, the more content we can produce, so if you got a buck to spare, we would greatly appreciate it. Please like our Facebook page, and follow us on all social media, and... Don't forget to stay weird. I'm your host, Tim Hacker, and thank you for listening to Cryptic Chronicles.